Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Happy New Year! It's Lee and Chris. Does it feel a bit late to say Happy New Year? A little bit. But you might have only just caught our last episode and it was a special and all that. So No, it feels like a really, really, really long month for me. Why could that be? <laughs> I feel like I've been pregnant for far too long. He's a coming though, isn't he? Another gamer. Yes. Were you in two weeks time? Mm. Well, well. As of recording. Yeah, <laughs> as of recording. So at the 10th, kind of 14th of Feb time. Mm. And this month feels like the longest. So Happy New Year feels like a long time ago. Yeah. But over Christmas and the New Year break, you might have heard Lee finally doing her Monkey Island discs. I remember ripping off the wrapping paper and it wasn't in like the normal Sega box. It was just like in a cardboard box. And uh, yeah, I got my Sega Mega Drive and it was like the best day of my life. Hearing all about your gaming memories with your pup mm-hmm. uh, and not sharing. <laughs> I didn't share. I think at one point in our house growing up, there were four PlayStations. Yeah, but you were one of four boys. Exactly. I think we had f- four PS2s, but they were very, oh. it was when they were so cheap, they were about 30 quid to buy. And your mum couldn't afford food, obviously, after that. <laughs> she didn't need to. We entertained ourselves. <laughs> so this month, Alex Rhodes is um, reviewing that new mode in Call of Duty. Oh, no. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Now, you see, normally, someone can revive you now. One of your teammates. However, I don't have any teammates. And we've also got an interview with Anderson Lawson. His uh, father, Jerry Lawson, is called the father of the game cartridge and actually helped make them really popular. So a bit of gaming history for you. So he shut off our game, turned it off right in the middle of our game. And uh, he disappeared into the garage and he uh, comes back out with this book, uh, 101 Basic Video Games, and just threw it on the table. And uh, he says, uh, you guys, you know, want to play games so much, why don't you figure out how to make one? And Lee is playing Goat Simulator 3. It finally happened. The goat is looking at me with his tongue out. The graphics are way too good. The graphics are, like, incredible for this sort of game. Plus, we have uh, reviews of Marvel's Midnight Suns, Callisto Protocol, High on Life, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Don't forget we're on Twitter, of course, at Naked Gaming Pod, but let's get on with it. Here's Lee starting off with Le News. Trebon. There are now more than a thousand Pokemon. Pokemon Sword and Shield, along with their downloadable content, brought to the total up to 905. And Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's new additions bring the total up to a whopping 1,008. Good luck catching them all. 
In other sadder Pokemon news, Ash Ketchum and his loyal Pikachu, Pika, uh, are set to leave uh, the anime series after 25 years. Can you believe it? Producers say that a new adventure featuring fresh faces will begin in April 2023. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Firewall has been turned into a Radio 4 drama. The adaptation is based on the novels by James Swallow and it's available on BBC Sounds. The one thing you gotta do... To think. Not just to think. To feel. To feel like your prey feels. Exactly. To feel like your prey feels. Fortnite Chapter 4 has launched. This time you can ride a dirt bike, roll in a snowball and launch yourself with the shockwave hammer. Sony has teamed up with accessibility experts to announce a PlayStation 5 controller for disabled gamers. Project Leonardo is a highly customizable kit of different buttons, triggers and sticks that lets players create a setup that suits their needs. There's currently no release date though or price point for Project Leonardo. Thank you, Lee, with the news. The news, I should say. Stop kidding around, Snake. And nowadays, video games are massive, aren't they? Massive. They're so, so big. They probably, you, you can't really fit them into a CD anymore. No. It's the, the days of the CD are, are kind of nearly over, don't you Did think? we chuck a load of ours? We did. Well, I gave some to a colleague at work. Yeah. We hadn't quite uh, moved on to the PS5 era with no CDs. In fact, physical copies of the latest Call of Duty game, uh, Modern Warfare 2, were essentially links to, the, to download the game, which is a massive 130 gigabytes. With our internet, it took a while. <laughs> well, you've been finding out if it really is the end of physical games with Anderson Lawson. Earlier this month, Google celebrated the life of a pioneering engineer with one of its doodles. Jerry Lawson was born on the 1st of December and would have been celebrating his 82nd birthday. One of his many accolades was that he was dubbed the father of the video game cartridge. Jerry was born on the 1st of December 1940 and had an incredible career. In the 70s, he worked for a company called Fairchild and helped to develop games that could be stored and removed on cartridges. Well, I've been speaking to his son, Anderson Lawson, who's a software developer, firstly, about his father's legacy. I've been around the games and computers my entire life, but uh, it really goes back to the, to the summer of 1984 in July. Uh, my cousin and I were playing a, a, an Activision game called Decathlon on the Atari 2600, and we were playing that literally all day. It was the summer of the Olympic Games in Los Angeles. Uh, so, you know, we were inspired to play video games that had to do with track and field and things of that nature. My father got sick of us playing the game all, you know, uh, all day long. And, uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, he wasn't big on playing games. His thought process was you should be more interested in how to create them. Um, you know, how do you build systems and things of that nature? So he shut off our game, turned it off right in the middle of our game. And uh, he disappeared into the garage and he uh, comes back out with this book, uh, 101 Basic Video Games, and just threw it on the table. And uh, he says, uh, you guys, you know, want to play games so much, why don't you figure out how to make one? You know, I'm like 11 years old at the time. And uh, he came, you know, he let us get one of his uh, portable uh, business computers, his IBM compatible business computer, one of the first ones ever. And uh, it had a basic editor on there. And we spent the better part of the next week or two 
programming games, and we had a great time. So physical games were all the rage. Why do you think it is that we're moving away from that? Is it just simply because it's easier? Think about uh, CDs, for example, right? Uh, growing up in the 90s, for me, when I was uh, you know, a, a young, very young person there, uh, I collected a lot of CDs, but you know, it's a very, very difficult thing to kind of move through that library of CDs and find something if you didn't put it right back in the right case. Um, you know, media gets damaged. The nice thing about it is it is yours. You own it physically. You can read the insert and things like that. Um, but uh, there's limitations to the media. Now, you know, people, you know, with access to uh, uh, streaming, right, the world is in their library and you just pay a subscription to own it all. We've mentioned that the physical edition of the new Call of Duty game is basically a link just to download it from the cloud. So does that mean that the old way of playing games is dead? Or is it a bit like music on vinyl that, you know, these things become a collector's item? They have a certain status around them. I think retro gaming or classic gaming, if you will, is actually making a comeback. Uh, People are starting to uh, kind of yearn, especially a lot of the Generation X, as we grow a little bit older, yearn for some of the older titles, simple games, things that you can play and then be done with it very quickly. A lot of these new titles, they require, they take up a lot of your time, right? Um, I think a lot of games, some of the best games are multi-session games where uh, you play it several different times. You have incentives built in the game to get you to come back. Uh, I I would much rather have a title that has a person play the game, you know, n number of times instead of having a guy play it like you know for you know once or twice and then they uh they put it down because either out of frustration or just lack of interest if we can get back to some of those simpler games and then you know even monetize them in a way that can make them a little more exciting for the for the publishers and the the studios i think that's a kind of a win-win there what about the future what's the next big thing is it the metaverse for you you're gonna start seeing a lot of people not just playing games in that in a in a metaverse but working out of the metaverse assuming entire identities out there building entire economies out there you can open a business and run it from there and with virtual currencies that actually turn to real money in the outside world um i'd be very excited to see what that looks like 40 50 years from now and i know you're like why would i go so far out because I I would have to wonder if it, you know, in that far into the future, whether or not you would be able to distinguish that world from the real world, right? Uh, it'd almost be like the Matrix. You could build an economy and some type of, of business in the metaverse and get up in the morning and plug in. And uh, you could have a whole nother world there. It's, it's kind of scary. It makes you wonder, are we in a simulation? So apparently we live in the Matrix. If we do, uh, then maybe life needs a bit of a fun update. I mean, it, ours <laughs> I mean. is about to get a big fun update. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's just currently downloading. Life 2.0. <laughs> so new game time. Uh, there's The Witcher 3 um, update, which has made it open world. But you know what? I've played it so much that I can't bring myself to play The Witcher 3 anymore. I'm oh, done. wow. I'm put it away and I'm not getting it out again. So, so if, it's done. So if you want to play The Witcher 3 update... You're welcome to, but I can't. I just can't handle it anymore. Wow! You know, you spent like 200 hours on a game. Mm. I'm not going back there. It's over. It's over. Move. You're on. over it. Also, 
make a new game. Stop updating the old ones. Anyway, we won't get into that. Rant over. Let's check out some new ones, though. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. The little sorcerer returns home. Already, the power of the sanctum returns to me. Your days of plundering its secrets end today! But that was never the plan. You know I like a Marvel, don't you? You love a Marvel. Anything Marvel, I'm like, yeah. That's all we ever watch. Well, so no, me, cause... me and Chris have like movie nights. And I pick a film and he picks a film. And my one's and I always can, good. I can, guarantee, I can guarantee, I'd say nine out of ten will be a Marvel film. I've kind of given up picking them now, to be honest. I've, I've moved on. I've moved on to things like, well, we rewatched Jurassic World, didn't we? Mm. Dominion. Which yeah, is but I like dinosaurs. Yeah, so I know you I, do. You knew I'd like that one. But we, you, we watched, what did we watch the other night? That Black that, Adam, that's DC though, so that's no, not the, Marvel. No, the other one that I really liked, is it Batman. Well, yeah, it's the Batman. All right, unnecessary. The, the answer, Batman. Yeah, yeah, with Robert Pattinson being a bit. That's, emo. Still that's not, Marvel in it. No, still oh. not Marvel. <laughs> They're all the same to me. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll take you through this one. So, okay. I've never really played many turn-based combat games because it doesn't really float my boat. A bit like the old school Final Fantasy games, where you like it's your go, you hack and slash, mm-hmm. and then it's the opponent's go, and they hack and slash. Right. It's a little bit like that, but you get to play as Iron Man and. The Hulk makes an appearance a bit later on in the game. Wolverine, all these characters. From Do they the actually look like the characters? Because there's been a few games where they look nothing like the characters. Like that Avengers game, which yeah. is shocking. They look like the characters, but the problem is they don't act like the characters. So Tony Stark, <laughs> right? We, you, you and I are a fan of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And Tony Stark and Iron Man has got a bit of swagger in the films. Right. But in this game, Tony Stark's a bit of a, like a, a geek who keeps making mistakes and they keep taking the mickey out of tony stark and it's you don't really... take the mick out of right. iron man exactly exactly but the, my main problem with this is that the gameplay was fun and i played you know more than i thought but a couple of hours of it i was thinking i can get into this and the story's okay the graphics though are just like really basic it looks like it could be a, a playstation 2 game what did you have to do all i had to do was go and try and defeat these evil baddies right. as Iron Man and Doctor Strange. And you and could pick who you, who you, you were. You make up your team as you go along. Okay. But it was just a bit limited with the graphics being so limited and the combat being so limited. And then the worst bit was that you made your own superhero. Oh. Now you might think that sounds fun, but you're called the Hunter, right? And you create a character with massive... I gave him massive boofy hair and I tried <laughs> to make him look like a rock god. Um, but... You're next to Iron Man and the Hulk and Doctor Strange and characters that have a very defined personality. And you're like this sort of wishy-washy, I'm the hunter. So it doesn't really have the same kind of legendary status as these characters that you know and love. Look, mate, it's down to you to make it legendary. Yeah, I know, but my character wasn't. <laughs> Just because your, your character was wishy-washy, you can't blame that on the game. No, you can, because all of the characters you create have the same dialogue. And oh. all they want to do is to be massive besties with all the lead characters. So you're desperate to be friends with Tony Stark. You're desperate to be friends with everybody. Uh, and it comes across really needy. Like all the co- You have a little <laughs> bit of conversation. You're like, do you, do you want to be my friend? It's like, I really don't want to be your friend. Anyway... 40 quid, so a bit pricey for the PlayStation 5. It's also on Xbox, Windows, and it's coming out on Switch later on this year, but I think it's just a bit too pricey for me. Oh, I've got to tell you about this one. Callisto Protocol, which is like a super scary game. Have you ever played Dead Space? No. Well, your project for this month, assuming that the baby doesn't come like next week, (laughs) it might help to play a horror game because they're remaking Dead Space. They're remastering the, the original game. Yeah. And this is... Kind of like a poor man's dead space because it's very, very similar. My son detected. Grab him. Hey, what are you doing? 
I'd be surprised if if some of the people who made Dead Space didn't make this. You're basically walking around a ship that's yeah. been taken over by some kind of virus and everybody on it is turning into these evil zombies. And you have to walk around and essentially batter them to death. Oh, wow. Okay. But the combat is really difficult. So they run at you and you have to kind of dodge left and right using analog sticks and stuff. I couldn't get the hang of that particularly. And then eventually, after about three hours, you get a gun. And you think, yes. After how long? For about three hours. The gun. Yes, finally. I, it's going to make it easy. You get ten bullets. And so I use them on like the first two evil zombie things. It sounds very Resident Evil. It's, very, it's exactly like that style. Um, imagine having just no ammo all the time. Oh, I wouldn't like that. So, and the characters were a little bit bland. I just think, really, for this one, wait till Dead Space is remastered in a few weeks' time. Okay. And dig that out and play it again, because it's got to be good. Yeah. But if you love your horror like you do... Yeah, yeah. And you've got £54 sitting around. £54? That's if you want to download it, or if you want to buy a physical copy, you can get it for 45 Okay. It's a, six, it's a solid <laughs> 6 out of 10. It's not brilliant. You're like, nah. It's on PlayStation, Windows and Xbox, though, if you really want to play it. Busy night, but there's always room for another. You mentioned Pokemon in your news. Yes. Pokemon. I can, can you believe there's that many Pokemon? A now? thousand and, what was it? A thousand, a thousand and eight. That's a lot. Is that too, right? Is that too many? There can never be too many. <laughs> there can never be too many. But you feel like part of the original squad, don't you? you know? I, well, I do, because Ash Ketchum. Did they have 50 to begin with? 150. It was in the song. Or was it 150? 150. Yeah. yeah. Or more to see. Well, yeah. there certainly is or more now. Yeah, yeah. And there's another Pokemon game. Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet, depending on which one you want to get. Your journey begins with enrollment at an academy in the heart of Paldea. You'll meet your teachers, classmates, and senior students here at the academy. The academy's director, Clavel, will announce the independent study assignment, The Treasure Hunt. And so, your quest to find something you might always treasure begins. I think, how many, I wonder how many games they've released now. Oh, I reckon it could be 100 even. If you include like Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 remasters, what do you play? Red, blue, yellow? Red, blue, gold. Gold isn't a curveball because there were some new Pokemon in gold. Mm. Mm. Well, this one uh, was released and it's a buggy mess. It's it's one of those uh, <laughs> games which it was being you know billed as like the next Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's going to be open world, open world, which is really cool. Open world is good. Um, but, but hang when- on, we already, we already had a Pokemon that was like open world, and I loved it. Yeah, it, that was good. But this is just the level of polish is like zero. Oh, it's a juddery, jittery mess. When you're running about in the, the main oh, world, man. it just doesn't. And they released an update, and it wasn't really any better. Really? Wait on a second, yeah. How dare you release a game in this state? When they, I mean, this is a massive franchise. Oh, they, uh, they've got the money. They've certainly got the money. But if you want to know what it's like, it's set at a university called the UVA Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an open world called Paldea. Mm-hmm. Now, the good thing about this one is you can play with four friends at the same oh, time, which is new oh, for Pokemon cool. uh, in terms of like actually playing through the game. The characters, though, it feels like it was a bit budget because the characters didn't have any voices. At all. Only the Pokemon make noises, which is really funny. They don't normally, though, the characters in But in Pokemon. the games, though, they, have, they, they sort of can speak a bit. 
But in this, there was just zero chat at all, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really odd, given that we're in the modern age. You know, you've got to start updating things, surely. But anyway, you can fast battles. If you don't want to sit there in Pokemon and fight, fight, fight for 20 minutes, you just press the button and it's done. Oh, that sounds So much better. That sounds Oh, so much better. But yeah, the Switch can handle games like this, but clearly they didn't factor in the limitations of the platform. Even despite the fact that it can play Zelda, it could not handle this game. So what makes this any different to Pokemon Legends Arceus? Because I rate that game. I think that is the best one to date. That's, I would say that's less story in that. That's more about collecting like 50 different versions of your Caterpie, let's say. But you're going to get the very best one and you're going to capture all of its behaviours and all this. This one is more like the classic Pokemons that we used to play. The stories, you're getting badges across the areas and stuff like that. But... It couldn't handle. So the, the game. concept is better. I preferred it. They've just kind of really what they should have done is probably just released Pokemon Legends Arceus Part Two. Well, yeah, with a better storyline yeah, and a be- exactly. better missions rather than this one. What would you give it out of ten? Well, it shouldn't have been released like Cyberpunk. I'm just going to pretend it hasn't come out yet. Zero out of ten. Has it been? Uh, has it been fixed at all? They've tried, but still no. Don't waste your money yet. Then how much is it? Fifty quid. They're still charging that. <laughs> They're trying to. Wow. Do many people know about the glitches? If Only if you've seen and watched reviews. If you're very keen, like me, and you got it on day one, yeah. uh, you'd be pretty annoyed about wow. it. Wow. Yeah. So just if you really like your Pokemon, just factor that in, guys. Just I'd probably just wait a little longer until it's been fixed, but we'll let you know. Now, Alex Rhodes is back and he's been playing the new call of duty and the latest mode to be released hello chris and lee it's alex here back for another month uh this time i'm giving the new call of duty a go like you guys did on the last pod uh, but i'm gonna have a go at dmz mode so this was released uh this kind of appeared at the similar time as warzone bit of a surprise to people who weren't following the game closely like me it's quite hard to explain really what <laughs> what it really is so let me just pick my load out first before i get going it's essentially if you've ever played a bit like if you've ever played um escape from tarkov uh it's a bit like that in that you're dropped in the warzone map uh but instead of just playing you know just fighting normal players and then fighting to be the last team standing you're kind of doing missions and fighting ai there are other players in there but you come across them a lot less and often you don't run into them at all your sort of job is to get in do these little missions in game uh and then sort of extract yourself uh, by getting to these sort of extraction points uh and escaping with your loot if you die in the game you don't escape with any of your loot and none of your missions complete uh so it's quite difficult you can choose to play in a team of three or you can go it alone and I've decided I'm going to go it alone. So we're just loading up now. Oh, okay. I can see some guys already. I've got like this sort of battle rifle with a silencer on. Let's see if I can get this guy. Oh, yes. Headshot. Still got it. Oh, two in a row. Okay, I almost got killed straight away there. There we go. Like in the new Warzone mode, though, you don't start with three slots. Uh, you have to pick up bigger sort of armor jackets and go from there. Now, my mission, um, assigned to me by one of the factions in the game, which I still don't fully understand, is to get into a stronghold uh, that have a lot of enemies in. I'm still getting familiar with the map. and You know, obviously by the end of the last Call of Duty, well, it came out during lockdown, didn't it? So I played it to death and I knew the map pretty well. 
but here I'm still trying to learn where everything is. This sort of stronghold is uh, near like a sort of beach ship. Oh, yeah. You see, they're shooting at me already. The best thing to do sometimes is just to run away. A similar attitude I take to all my problems. Right. Oh, oh where, is, where are we getting shot from? One down. Reload, reload. I've picked up a slightly better gun for uh, close to close encounters. Um, you can find in this, in similar to uh, normal Warzone, there's also like crates and things like that that you can find stuff in. There's a bag here. But as well as um, the normal stuff like guns and weapons, you also find stuff that you can sell for money uh, at the um, buy station. So here's a laptop, a bandage. You can also find expensive hand cream and exotic tea bags and things like that, which was when I first booted this game up, not knowing anything about it. So here's an Alcataria attack photo worth 500 pounds. When I first um, booted it up, I was like, what on earth is this game mode that lets me have expensive hand cream? I thought I could, it was like a, an item I could equip. Right, okay, we need to press on here. Tell you what this game does remind me of a little bit. Uh, this mode, anyway. Metal Gear Solid Five, Phantom Pain. In that kind of, you know, you, it's a, um, you're dropped in the sort of map. Oh, there's loads of people over there. You're dropped in this map. Oh, they're, they're armoured as well. It's almost like a sort of big sandbox, really, when you once you um, fill it with AI and things like that. The sort of extractions and things to do. Oh no! Oh, I'm down! I'm down! Oh. Now you see, normally, someone can revive you now. One of your teammates. However, I don't have any teammates. Hold circle to give up. There we go. It really, you know, to do this mode, you really do need some pals to help you out. Because the AI will down you pretty quickly and pretty constantly if you're not careful. It still needs some work. It still feels a little bit unfinished i think you know it is a it is a beta but i think in the future this will become almost like their sort of fortnight in that they have you know this is where they'll put their concerts by lil uzi and things like that in the way that Fort, fortnight do and sort of embrace that metaverse style of things i think they'll keep the warzone version kind of pure and then they'll use you know all the sort of experimental stuff they can now sort of dump into dmz mode and if it works it's great and if it doesn't it doesn't sort of compromise the core game. So I think, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I would check it out. If you're wondering what, you know, if you're booting up the game and you're wondering what that is and you haven't got around to it yet, give it a go. It's a bit of an oddity, but I think it will find its footing as the sort of game progresses. Thanks, Alex. Alex Rhodes. I've played Call of Duty with Alex before. Yeah? What's he like? Is he good? He's pretty good, actually. He was less good at um, Back for Bloods, the kind of Left for Dead style game. He's but not we... a very aggressive person. I can't imagine him no. being very, like, you know... He's got the Call of Duty kind of skill set, though. He's like fast reactions, you know, eating pizza in his pants. He's got that kind of <laughs> got that whole kind of thing going on. So, what have we got? This is a game that's super weird, but I've got, got to tell you about it because I saw a quick video for it, and I thought that's so odd. I've got to play it. It's called High on Life. Selling humans as drugs. You're the only one that can stop them. You realize we're gonna have to take out the entire alien drug cartel. <laughs> You're just going to leave me here in, in what, space? Everybody lives in space, including you. All right, you're a bounty hunter now. You've got to help me rescue my friends. They're Gatlians, just like me. Is it what the name suggests? Well, I really thought I wasn't going to like this game, because it starts off, and your sister, right, right, offers you a mirror, and it's got cocaine on it, right? And says, <laughs> right, and as you look in the mirror, you, start, you can then create your character. 
What? So you, your face is a reflection in the mirror as you look into it, and then you go, "Oh no, I'm fine, thanks." And then and then you walk out. I thought, "I'm I, this is not my vibe here." Like this, this is weird. This is a weird one. Uh, and the sister was very annoying, <laughs> annoying character. <laughs> and then I went out, and there's, you know, aliens appeared, and it was very, very weird. It was is just, it just cocaine he'd taken? Well, I thought this was. <laughs> I thought because then I thought, hang on, it's called High on Life, so am I playing some kind of weird drug, trippy, druggy yeah. kind of game? Yeah. And then uh, you teleport into this alien world, and I was like, okay, I was about to stop. And then you get this gun that is like looks like a bug, right? And it starts talking to you, and suddenly, what the game gets really funny. Like it's it's it, it becomes. How did you find this game? But I just thought everyone was raving about it. It was going viral, you know. Like it was all the videos were talking about this game. And I thought, surely this can't be what everyone loves. And then your gun, your gun starts saying things like, "Oh, I think we should go over there and check out that uh, skyscraper just to see what's going on." And then you, so it, it sounds like it sounds like that. Uh, it's and got then, a name. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it does. It's something, you know, like bug, Bob. buggy gun or something like that. And then you get a, a knife later. And he talks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but the knife really loves stabbing people. So the knife's like, come on, let me stab him. Come on. Come. Wow. So they start like talking to you and they run, they talk you through the game about what you're supposed to do. So the, the, the gun will say, oh, I think we should go and, and look at, see if there's any bounties that we can get hold of. Maybe we need that suit over there. <laughs> we could really do is Let's go home, shall we? And see how everyone's doing. So it, it kind of guides you through the game. And I tell you what, it, it was really funny. Can you imagine them auditioning to be the, the voice of the gun? <laughs> Bug gun. I'd love to be the voice voiceover of like a gun or something like that. I do one though, like where you're ruled by the contents of your fridge. And it's like, oh wow. Hi, you should eat me today. No. <laughs> I don't want eat to. Eat me. I think you should eat me along with the curly whirly in the drawer. You could be the bug gun. Yeah. But like to give you the perfect example. So there was a there was a blue blob thing and a red blob thing and they were in a, a doorway and I went to talk to them. And one of them said, "Choose me and I'll let you through." And the other one was like, "No, choose me and I'll I'll allow you access to the next area." And so you have to pick one of them. It doesn't make any difference. And then whichever one you pick, they're like, "Oh, thanks so much." And they let you through. And the other one goes, "Don't come back here again." <laughs> and they start like getting really grumpy with you. And the whole thing is just wow. super super funny. From the terrible beginning, it's really worked its way like 7 or even 8 out of 10. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks pretty good actually. I was playing it on the Steam Deck just because I wanted to try and see what games would run on the Steam Deck, which it does run very well. Are you it's enjoying all- that, by the way? Yeah. The Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah, so I am that's actually. Your, that's the new addition to the family. Yeah, well, I've been playing Fallout uh, 3 on it because I can't really play it anywhere else. And I'm, that's been really good. But, if, but I just tried this one and it runs really smooth, but also it's available on Windows and Xbox. And it, it's well worth a get, even if it's, it's 50 quid. But I would say if you want to play something that you're not played time and time again, it's really good. I enjoyed it that a lot. Is. Give it a go. Adorken! I think this next game is going to be the highlight of this episode. That's why I've left it till the end, you see, because I think that just, everyone's going to be listening for this moment. So if you've ever played Goat Simulator, you want to play and you enjoyed it, yeah. even if you didn't enjoy it, try Goat Simulator 3 because this is another level. Do you remember the last time we played this? It was a long time ago. It was Cray Cray. Must have been the first one, though. No, it was the Goat Simulator 2, I believe you played. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a whole new Goat Simulator now. I mean, it's looking uh, pretty... Uh, I mean, the goat... <laughs> the goat is looking at me with his tongue out. The graphics <laughs> are way too good. The graphics are, like, incredible for this sort of game. Hey, you're finally awake. This is, like, this The Last of Us, but in goat version. Okay, shush. 
Okay, here we go. Here we go, guys. We are playing Goat Simulator 3. The graphics are incredible. I'm a goat. Let's see what you can do. Oh, you still got the... Uh, classic. The classic lick. Okay, you can jump. Yeah. Oh! Listen to this. Let me just turn up the volume for this. Hang on. Have a listen to this, guys. Sounds like you, Chris. Right, let's go explore. Let's have a little look around this. Uh, we're like on a farm, like on a ranch. <gasps> I've just unlocked a level. This is like Assassin's Creed. A tower's just popped out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful, though. We've obviously had some money to spend on it. Whoa! Press triangle near the power lines to start grinding. I'm grinding, baby. Oh, it's like Tony Hawk's for goats. <laughs> I'm grinding a log. Woo! I just kind of like skated on a electric pylon. You know what? It's a, it's a, it's a mix between Spyro, Hogwarts, and um, San Andreas. Um, GTA. Yeah, you can just go around and cause absolute mayhem and hit people. It seems a lot better than the last one that I remember. The graphics are, like, like way too good. Well, also, you can do missions if you want to, or you can just go around and hit people. Yeah, be afraid. I think the last one fell down because you couldn't really do any missions, but <laughs> you just headbutted a pig. Yeah, take that pig. <laughs> That's how I get out of bed in the morning. Oh, my goodness, this is brutal. So I've just fallen... About, I don't know, 10 metres, and now he's absolutely... He's gone all floppy, let's put it like that. The only thing that's moving is his tongue, but he's rolling about on the floor. What's your considered verdict on you Goat Simulator 3? It's really good. Could it's you see yourself playing that more than yeah, the last one? Yeah, because it's like, it's more of a game. It's not a simu yeah. I don't think it's a simulator anymore. I think it's evolved but is it losing points then for not being goat simulator 3 no i love goat it games? i just love it it can do loads of different stuff it's got missions it's like a mix between spyro and gta it's everything you want in the game I and mean, it looks like it's got two player <laughs> what so that could be a game changer and play we did actually go and play co-op after that and that's that is where the game just becomes next level i think because you were enjoying it, and there yeah, was a lot good. of stuff to do. And oh, yeah, fine. Going in but castles then, and stuff. When you joined, oh, right? We spent way too long playing this game. It's so it bec it becomes a whole new game. You can basically like wreak havoc in this game together, and you can do missions together. And we found that you can drive cars as a goat. You can go for a swim. You can blow stuff up. Um, I found Captain Marvel's shield um, and strapped it to my goat back and then I pressed a button and it sort of pinged around the area. You knocked like, me out with that? Knocked you out with the shield. Yeah. Captain America's shield, not Captain Marvel. <laughs> and I said I was a fan earlier. <laughs> anyway. It was really good, wasn't it? It was awesome. That it's was local so co It's so funny. Yeah, local cop. There's not many games you can actually play local cop either. But it was so, so funny. And actually the missions were quite entertaining as well. Well, it was like fill this thing up with oil, like drive this car over here there were proper missions like the castle where it's like unlock this door and stuff there was really cool but f you can play four player co-op i know four player. i mean cool. in this day and age that is really cool so yeah it was only 30 quid as well and you can get it on all the usual suspects i think as well compared to the other goat simulators this one was more like a proper game 
Like the other one, they were simulators. Yeah. This is not a simulator. This is like a full blown game. Oh, so is it going to lose like, a point for? No, no, no. I think I think they've stepped. They've they've obviously used the money they've made on the other games yeah. and really invested it, and they've invested it well. And I I I applaud them. <laughs> oh wow! With your hooves. I applaud them. <laughs> if you want a nice game to play that's a bit silly and you want to play with your partner, get this. It's really cool. What are you giving it out of ten? You know what? Right. This would have been the perfect game if it had come out on the Switch. Ah, uh, and I knew you were going to say that because I think you're right because it's on PlayStation, Xbox, and Windows, but it is lacking. This is this is yeah. made for the Switch, right? So because it hasn't come out on the Switch, and because it's only limited, but it is it is really good. I'm going to give it a solid eight out of ten. Oh, that's good. What really are you going to give it? I had a lot more fun than I was expecting. Yeah. So it's, I think I agree. Eight yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Follow me. Okay. Well, we've had a lot of games this month. Like, more than more than I thought there'd be. But then again, we have had a bit of Christmas, and a lot of people save games up for Christmas. Yeah. There's Dead Space coming, though. The remastering of Dead Space. I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, there's not that much else on my horizon, though, games-wise. Well... I, I've been having a think, right, because I've got some mummy friends that I talk to at work and they've been telling me about lots of games that are good to play when you've got a newborn or, well, you've got kids really. Games that are good to just pick up and you can put back down whenever you want. So not those games like The Last of Us where you're like, can I say balls deep? (laughs) And and you, you need to complete the missions. These are like games that you can just kind of pick up Baby cries. Okay, put it back down. Pause it. Yeah. Go and so I'm going to have a think about maybe my top three that people have recommended. Why don't you see what you're drawn to? Because you'll yeah. have, in a weird way, that there'll be bits of time where we're both like around where we're not changing nappies. But you're totally right. It might only be five minutes. Just five minutes. Yeah. Just just a quickie. <laughs> That's all it'll be, mate. We'll have to baby. Our son will be listening to this podcast one day. <laughs> Mummy, what's that? I mean. I'm talking about the games. I know you are. And you can answer all those questions. 